Welcome to season three of The Better Way, a podcast by Builder Trend. Here, you'll learn to simplify and establish processes that will help you achieve your goals. There's a better way to run your construction business, the Builder Trend way. Tune in this season as Zach Watovich from Builder Trend's training team chats with Nick Schiffer, owner of NS Builders in Boston, about boosting collaboration with Builder Trend. In this episode, Zach and Nick are discussing methods and systems for staying connected with your subs. Welcome back to The Better Way. Zach Watovich here with Nick Schiffer, as always in this season. Today, we're going to talk about syncing with subs. Nick, thanks for joining me. Thank you. So... When it comes to subs, it's a topic at Builder Trend, just amongst our employees that when we're talking to clients, it's kind of one of those things that oh, we, yeah. there's there's a, you know. My old school plumber, he's not going to join it, any of these app things. He's not going to do it. He doesn't have an email address. We've heard everything. We've got some things I want to talk about today, but I'm really excited to talk to you as someone who has actually gone through that process. Yeah. Well, let's talk before we get into Beltran. What about let's talk about what I did before? Yeah. Trend. So you know everything was a phone call, a phone call. I'm gonna hey, and that's where it started. You know, hey Mark, I got this job. Uh, it's a full renovation of this house. Looking for you know pricing on the plumbing, and yeah, no problem. Can you email me the plans? Email the plans. Week goes by. Hey, any chance? Oh yeah, I haven't had a chance to look at those yet. Two weeks go by. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to look at that. All right, well, I'm, I, I need a price. All right, I'll look at it tonight. Then you get an email back, you know, hey, it's, uh, it's, it's $37,000. Okay, okay, for what? <laughs> like, what, what are we talking about? 37000 did you include the hot water heater? No, 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 I, is, do you want me to include a hot water heater? And it would, you know, and then you get into the job and it's, you know, hey, when do you need me there? I need you next week. <sighs> I just don't know if I'm gonna be there and be able to get there next week. Can we do the week after? And it's this back and forth really, overly organic uh process which is great the the phone i I never want to get rid of the phone calls and the 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 human to human interaction but you know i knew that um there had to be just a better way to do it and that's where you know i I really the sub thing we haven't even talked about in the previous episodes Mm. but i've been kind of avoiding it remember this is this for me this is the topic that i'm like oh man um but it is like it is really important and has been a huge part of um setting expectation because I, I say it all the time expectation and communication are the two most important things in in our industry and that's something that we you know sh- you know strive to perf- you know to be really great at and if we can be a really good communicator and set really clear expectations the project t- tends to go much better um, on all accounts but that you know specifically with, with subcontractors. And I assume if I were a builder, the client doesn't really care who's the one installing the, the water heater, you know, using that example. But if something Not goes usually. wrong, yeah, you're the one who gets held accountable for it, right? Right. I mean, yeah, it's most of the time it's, you know, they're not usually, I mean, very rarely are they uh, communicating directly with the, the subcontractors for no reason other than that they don't need to. Right. Um, and having any weight in the decision of who we use. You know, you're always going to have that client like, hey, my brother's a painter. Can we use him? <laughs> and it's like, I, maybe, you know, I'm never going to say, you know, automatically no, because who knows, maybe his 
maybe her brother is the best painter I've ever dealt with. And then he becomes my new painter. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, you know, say no, just because it's, you know, someone's brother, you know, I'm always open to working with people and I'm going to go through the same process, you know, interview them, see, check out some of their work, understand their process, you know, what, what sets them apart. Um, but generally speaking, we are, you know, we're, we're hired as the, the contractor and as a contractor, you're, your job is to contract the work. Yeah. When something like a delay or, or any sort of situation happens, I guess my point is we kind of have to get the subs on board because we're using this tool and if they're not using it at the same level or even close to you guys, that's going to lead to logistical delays or problems like you're outlining, sure. trying to get a bid or whatnot. Sure. And, I always push back on people when they say my subs won't use it. I'm like, you're not even willing to try. Cause you have, you probably have some subs that you know, actually would use it. Right. right. And in, you know what the, I, I hear where they're coming from. And I think what, there's a couple things here. Number one, the sub isn't going to be utilized using build trend the way the builder is using build trend. That's not Great what they're, point. they're like. That, that's not how they're using it. They, when they're logging in, they're seeing a reduced amount of information. That is only like that is re- like what they're required to 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 know. So it's really just a place where the information is held for them to access. And I, you know, a great tip that I got from someone early on is that all right. Well, what if my sub doesn't sign up? No problem. Here's the trick: you switch the email to your email. <laughs> You go in, you set up their account, you turn on notifications, you switch the email back to their email, and now they're getting the notifications. If they hate it, so be it. But the, the point is, is that that's usually the, 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 the only thing that they don't want to do is take the time to sign up. So it's like, hey, no problem, Mark. I'll, I'll do, do that for you. you. <laughs> yeah, you're all set. You're going to get notified with the information you need for this job. And, you know, that's... I, and the, the last, not the last point, but another really, really, really important point is that none of this software is a replacement. This is not a replacement for project managers. This isn't a replacement for communicating with your trades. This is not a replacement in any way. What it is, 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 a, is it's a communication tool and an expectation tool. So when you are setting a schedule for a project, you know, yeah, your, your sub is getting notified, but that doesn't mean that you send them an automatic notification and they're just going to show up on the day that they kind of, they need to come and do rough plumbing. No, no, no. You're still calling. You're still Mark. Hey, just wanted to let you know, I just turned that schedule on and build a trend. You are slated for July 2nd, hoping to get you in here. That's about three months out. Just making sure you have a plan. If anything changes, I'll make sure I update you and, and send you an update. We'll touch base in, you know, a couple of weeks. Do you, do you need anything from me? You know, there's still this back and forth communication that will never, ever, ever go away. But it's when he hangs up the phone and Mark was on a job site underneath the house. And yeah, he talked to you, but he's like, I don't remember what date he said. You know what? I can log into Billetrend and double check. Here it is. Here's a schedule. Now, the expectation side of it, if you're going to set a schedule and you're going to utilize that as a tool, that, that better be accurate. Because the moment that... You know, he calls and says, "Hey, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm outside." What do you mean? Well, you have me on the schedule for tomorrow, right? For July second to do rough plumbing. Oh, you know what? Uh, framing got delayed, and we didn't get our inspection. Like, well, you know, why didn't you tell me that? I know I gotta update. I, I just gotta, 
I got to update uh, to build a trend. I just haven't had a chance. It's like now it's out of the window. It's like out the window. You have totally they'll never look at that and trust it again because it's like what what the hell is the point of looking at this if it's not accurate information? So it's a catch 22. You have to you know, it's a it's a really great tool, but it has to be accurate. You need to be updating it, but you also need to continue to use this human interaction of phone call, email, regular, you know, it again, it's just not a replacement in this case. Yeah, I'd always kind of joke with my client that if Builder Trend was something that would do your job for you, then you'd, you'd be replaceable. <laughs> and that's right. not the intention behind it. It's to make right. you better at your job, not do the work for you. Right. It's still or a robot. Yeah, exactly. But I'm glad you, you brought up that example of the sub holding the project manager accountable. And I think that's huge. I mean, if you can, if you can onboard your subs, right, they, you create this relationship where you might lose them, obviously, if you don't do it, but there's that other like skin in the game side for your project manager to stay on top of it because he knows mm -hmm. that the subs looking at it. And that, mm -hmm. I had a couple builders tell me a similar story in different parts of the country where they, they were like, I'll never forget when my plumber called me and said, Hey, what's wrong with your schedule? And it was like, wow. Uh, right. I don't know. I, I need to like be better, you know, it kind of right. like pushed them to be better builders because their subs were like holding them accountable to it. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, it's a mutual relationship and yeah. that's what, you know, and people I think sometimes ignore that where it's, there's no hierarchy here. It's this mutual relationship that, you know, needs to be respected on both, both accounts. And, you know, you talk, you go, you walk any job site and you talk to any of the subcontractors and on a, a quote unquote typical job site, they're gonna, you know, you ask them about the schedule, they'll laugh. It's like, yeah, right. Yeah, that schedule, that, yeah, we, yeah, they're moving in next week too, right? Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> and it's, you know, because we, we I, I think in general, us human, humans in general are just wildly over optimistic. Um, and I forget the, the podcast I listened to, but it talked about this. And it's like, you know, why are we so optimistic? Why, why aren't we, you know, why aren't we more real with, with ourselves? You know, and, and we, we tend to be optimistic for the sale. And whether that's with the client or, you know, or that's the sale with your, your own internal mind. Like, I want the plumber, plumbing done in a week. I need two weeks. I don't care. Figure out how to get it done. In a, I said it'd be done in a week and we're going to move in next week. It's like, why, what is driving that, that, over over optimism of how quickly some uh, a person can work you know because you're 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 basically you know for whatever reason i've come to the conclusion that you know especially on the sales side if it's going to be about schedule someone would prefer to be lied to up front like tell me it's going to take me take six months up front and then have it take nine <laughs> then me tell you it's going to take nine up front and have it take or, or take, or take nine. They don't want to hear that. It's going to, they, they'd rather hear in the beginning that it, you're going to, you're going to move faster. I literally had a client tell me point blank. He's like, Hey, I know you're telling me eight months, 18 months, but is there any way that we could target 12? <laughs> and then like, if it just goes hope long, it works it out. Long. And I was like, I was like, can I, I, I just, I, let, let, let me make sure I heard you right. You want me to target 12, but if it goes long, it goes long. Yeah. I'm like, so if it goes to 18, it's, it goes to 18. Well, yeah. Right. I'm like, why am I lying to you? 
Like, what is this benefiting? And, and like, it was, it, it was such an important part for that, for that client to on like, to be okay with the project. And I was like, this is, this is crazy. But I, I, I here's my rabbit hole that I just went down. I don't remember what the question was. Well, I think when it comes down to it, like getting your subs on, on board and it's, it is important to paint a, a positive picture for them to use it. Cause you are selling it to them more or less. Right. right? And right. I think that's a, that's a struggle when we're talking about like onboarding the subs is how do I even approach it? And you talked a little bit about swapping their emails out when you were getting your subs to use it. Did you target specific people or did you take a wide net? Like I'm just going to try and onboard everybody. Oh, it was, we, if you're working with us, this is how we're working. Drew a line in the sand and said, yeah, you're going to use you it. Know, it was like, um, great example. Anyone that works for us is direct deposit. And I had a, I had a kid working for us a couple of years ago and he's like, I don't have a bank account. And I'm like, he's like, can I just get a check? I'm like, no, I, I don't know what, to, like, how would you cash it without a bank account? I guess you go to my bank and cash it. All right. I'm I, yeah. Whatever. I, you figure it out. Like, I was like, no, I, you're just going to have to go get a bank account. man. I, I thought you were going like, to say like, can you pay me in cash? Like, wait, what kind of yeah, relationship? No, no cash. <laughs> but it was just, um, but it's the same thing. Like our, our, our subs, it's like, Hey, you know, can I grab a check this afternoon? I'm like, did you submit an invoice? I don't have an invoice. And it's like, and we don't even have physical checks in our office. Mm -hmm. It goes through a process. We, we and that's being communicated in our agreements up front. So, you know, you work for us. This is how we're going to communicate. If you know, this is how we process a payment you pay. Here's how, here's the chain of commands. This is what the, the invoice has to go through. It needs to be, you know, in this format and, you know, and, uh, you'll have that check within X amount of days. And we have the option where our trades can sign up for e-payment. So rather than waiting for it to come in the mail, it'll be a direct deposit right into their account. So it's, you know, we're, we're trying to make it as easy as possible, but we still need to go through the due diligence of when that invoice comes in, does it match the PO? Do we have an updated certificate of insurance? Does it, you know, is the work actually done? Is the work done to our, our standard? You know, the PM signs off on it, you know, then it goes into accounting and, you know, make sure that they have the right information. It's like, it has to go through the commands to make sure that it's not just being paid without being considered, you know, without the work being considered. With that, you're in Boston. So your sub market's pretty wide. Do you change your subs much or are you using the same no, guys I you mean, use for a long time? I, I, no, we don't change them a lot. Um, we are, I'm always, I say it all the time. I'm always interviewing, whether it's for people that you know, find the best work for us, you know, or, or subs, um, or, or trades or, or, you know, anything like I'm always kind of talking to people. And if I feel as though they're a good fit, I might give them a shot. And then we might have to sit down internally and say, how did they do? You know, how, how does it compare to who we've worked in the past? And, you know, and then we start kind of categorizing people in making sure that we're putting them on projects that they're, you know, going to be great at. You know, I, don't, I hate putting people in, in, into a project that they're not going to do a good job at or that it's just not what they want to do. So they're not going to they're not going to put their put the effort into it. And I want to make sure that I'm cognizant of that and that we're not, you know, asking someone to do something that they don't enjoy doing. Do you have you used any of your vendors with 
builder train as well or are you primarily using it just for people who are yes, uh, installing so we don't have yeah. Any, yeah we don't have any vendors set up in it yeah no we're just curious some people do and have had some success as well even getting it to that level um in various ways it's kind of one of the lower things on the priority list sure um when you're when you're talking to people in your community do you do you work with other builder trend or you know other builder trend users in the boston area that are using it at all um i don't um it's rare i it, i would say a handful of our trades you know when i mention builder trend, like oh yeah i've i've worked with they've worked before. with it before um it's usually architects that are familiar with it um which is great mm-hmm. um but you know, it's become. I, I feel as though it is becoming more uh, relevant, mm-hmm. and as we, you know, as we continue to use it, you know, our trades continue to understand the value behind it, um, especially as we continue to refine the accuracy of what we do. Yeah. So, what are the typical challenges that you experience with a, a new sub that maybe is coming on? You probably you have kind of the the policy like you're going to use it. And yeah, I think the challenges those, in general are just, you know, here's how we operate. And, you know, is there questions like we're going to put together a subcontractor agreement that was written by a lawyer. There's just a, a bunch of legal jargon. in yeah. it, So they're 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 making sure that they're not signing something that they don't agree with. But in that, we're going to you know outline the insurance requirements that they have. Why do we outline that? Because we work in buildings that require particular insurance. We also want to be covered should something happen. So, you know, we have to make sure that we have those things in place and that we're that we're accurately tracking them. So as we get that information, it's like, all right, well, there's an expiration date on that. So we need to set, you know, build trends. Great. You set a little reminder in there where it's like this expires on this date and it's going to let the sub know and let us know. And then if we go to pay them, it's going to say, hey, you can't pay them. We don't have an updated certificate from them. Um, and then, you know, beyond that, it's just getting them to understand the the invoicing and billing process where it's like, Hey, you know, this is how we, we expect to be invoiced. You know, we are going to, in the beginning of the job, we're going to agree to, um, you know, payment terms as far as like, um, basically percent complete on like different line items and let's use that for invoicing. So if you're, if, you know, we break it down by, you know, uh, plumbing, you know, or bathroom one, two, and three, and you're 50% on one and 20% on the other bill accordingly. And then that way, when we come in, we can look at that and say, yeah, that's right. That's accurate. Approved. And then that process can it can go through accounting as quickly as possible. It's, you know, it's it's usually just that walking them through the process. And that's something that we're doing right now is kind of writing up a, a, a tear sheet, as I call it, where it's like, hey, new sub, this is this is our process. We, this is what we require. Here's our payment structure. Here's the payment schedule. So invoices are due this date in order for you to get paid by this date. If you miss that this date, then you're realistically going to get it at this date. You know, again, going back to expectations, we're trying to set those expectations up front. So there really is no question as to how we're going to go about this. The billing cycle that you, you brought up, I've met so many builders that just are will we pay them when they invoice us. And so oh, yeah, that was, that's how I was. I was the fastest payer. Yeah, it was like he sent me an invoice. I'd bring a check the next day. And then my my insurance company was like, "Do you have a certificate for him?" I'm like, "I don't, uh, I don't know. <laughs> do we need that?" Yeah. Do, when do we need that? He's like, uh, uh, "Yesterday." Yeah. Before he did the work. Oh, right. Uh, we're good. Yeah. Well, was that a challenge for your subs to adopt when you put in that 
that you have to bill us by this date. What was that transition like? And that right, that particular, um, that particular item is something that we are drafting right now. Yeah. Um, prior to that, it, you know, there was a challenge in, you know, kind of just understanding the the process and we were communicating it on case by case. Um, and just saying, this is, you know, this is how we're doing it. This is why it takes, uh, you know, I think we target 14 day turnaround for, for sub payments. Um, obviously aim to do it sooner, but that's kind of, we try to give ourselves a buffer there, but, um, we just try to get them to understand like the process in which it takes, because if, if they understand the process, then they're going to be more diligent about getting us an invoice. Cause most of the times they're, they're in a rush to get a payment once they send the invoice. Yeah. It's like, I, I know you sent it because you need it and you want to get paid ASAP. But if you had sent it when the work was done, we would have already been through the process. So it's, you know, if we set, if we communicate that up front and set that expectation up front, then they know that, Hey, I need to get this invoice out right away in order for me to get paid in 14 days. Yeah. So in a lot of ways, you kind of have to coach them about proper processes and business tactics for totally. It can't be just pay as you go, which again is what I've seen a lot of builders do in that transition. Uh, right. Builder trend a lot of times helps them with that because now the PO has right. a date, it has the terms, it has yep. notifications letting them know when the work's completed that you actually have targeted it to be paid by this date. And I think it can really help but learning those financial systems we talked about in episode two can have a residual effect to make your billing process that much better. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you get feedback from your subs about builder trend and the, and the usage yeah. of it or anything? Yeah. Usually it's, Hey, you're sending me too, too many notifications. <laughs> we can, we can manage uh, that. I don't yeah, think it's yeah, good for people like, to know. Can, you can turn can on notifications. Totally. I can and call us. Because, yeah. Usually it's because I set something up wrong. Um, you know, it's usually on me and it's like, and then I get like my whole team messaging me and be like, Hey, uh, Brad is getting, uh, uh, notifications for a job that you just started on the other side of the state. <laughs> and I was like, dang it. Um, how do you handle no, that? It, I'm curious. That's, that's really important. Cause I think people have a lot of fear and anxiety and they're nervous about that. What do right, you say? That, it, you, well, I immediately uh, fix it. And you know, that's, it's a great point because you don't want to be setting up, um, these, these incorrectly. And it was completely my fault. I had not realized going into it that there was this button that said, you know, give access to all new jobs going forward when you were setting it up. And I kept clicking off like, yeah, give it access. But it was like, wait, I don't, my plumber doesn't need to know every job going on if he's not on every job. So it was very much on me, but you know, other than that, it was very clear cut is like you fill out you, and you can go through and decide what notifications they're getting. And, you know, whether it's a, an email or a text, we, we, we shut off all the text uh, notifications. It's strictly email. So and, you know, and they're getting notified based on what we feel as though is feel as though is important. And, you know, there's you know, it it's it's easy for us to kind of set that up. And then anytime we're doing a new job, you know, we just automatically keep them out of any new job. And then when we go to assign them, uh, you know, when we're in that new job and then we decide to assign that vendor to uh, a job, it's going to ask you like, Hey, this, this vendor is not part of the job. Do you want them to be? And then yes. And then do you want them to have all the, the documents that are in this job? Yeah. And you know, it, it, it's pretty streamlined. So, you know, the, the one, uh, mess up that I had where I was kind of just letting them, it was just an oversight on my part. 
and you know more probably because i was just in a rush to get them uploaded and wanted them to be getting notified you know beyond that it's you know but i i think it is important to note that you know it's easy to go in there and just click off all notifications but at that point if they're getting notified for everything now they're ignoring it where it's like you need to be you need to really decide what you want them to be notified on because if they're getting notified every, for everything to do assigned to someone else oh that, that to do is now complete it's like i don't need to see that and you know the more that they see the more it becomes this noise and then it just becomes completely ignored so i think you know that is that that's a really key part is you know being strategic and intentional with the notifications that your your subcontractors are getting because it will get them to buy in sooner. Yeah, and it takes a little work to get that set up. And I think that's where people are, they get a little bit annoyed where they uh, have to go through every new sub and like set it up. But yes, you do because the system is gonna pump out as much as it possibly can. That's the point, drawing people's attention to it. Uh, but you can always curate that list. And if you do it, you're gonna have a much better experience. So put it in early rather than wait. And I know exactly what pop-ups you're talking about when you're adding subs yeah. to jobs. Pop-ups, for whatever reason, speaking of psychology, remember we were talking earlier about just the psychology of being lied to. Psychology with pop-ups, you're like, nope, skip, 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 skip. Don't, right. Not reading. And, and all of a sudden you just, boom, like gave them access to jobs they don't need or documents right. they're not supposed to have or things like that. So pay attention to your pop-ups people is really. Yeah. And I think the, the other side of it is, you know, when you are setting up someone new, it, it doesn't hurt to, you know, hop on the phone and make sure that they're just, you know, Hey, you got everything. You, can you see what you need to see? You know, it takes again, eliminate, you know, you don't need to eliminate the, the human to human interaction with this, you know, get on the phone, make sure that they're seeing what they need to see. Uh, and then kind of, then you can set it on autopilot from there. Yeah for sure. Well, this was a really great conversation, Nick. Any last thoughts on, on sub usage or syncing with subs? I'm going to say the same thing I ended uh, episode three with is that it's not as hard as I thought it would be. I love it. All right. Well, join us for episode five, the final episode. We're talking about client involvement, which we've kind of alluded to throughout our process here. It's very important. So I'm excited yeah. to get into that, Nick. Thank you again. We'll see you in the next episode. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to The Better Way. If you're a Builder Trend customer, schedule a training to learn more. All listeners, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to The Better Way wherever you get your podcast. Also, visit buildertrend.com backslash podcast to sign up for the email notifications when the next season drops and explore our other podcast, The Building Code. Don't miss our next episode about building strong client relationships.